Now, something that many parents are challenged with now is our children are growing up uh, increasingly in a cashless society and economy. So how do we teach them about money, the value of money, how to manage it, and have healthy financial habits as they get older? Uh, Dr. Coleman Nocter recently wrote about it in his regular Irish Examiner column that comes out on Friday, and he joins me now. How are you? Good, thanks, Alison. How are you? Great. Uh, So this definitely caught my attention, I think, because um, we are having a similar issue in our household as you are, which is how uh, one child in particular in your household, my daughter, they just want Robux. And Roblox is a game. It's an online game. And Robux is a currency. And they just keep wanting it. It doesn't seem to have any, you know, value in their mind because it's just an online digital, you know, form of of cash. So how are we going to solve this, Coleman? How are we going to solve it? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I think we had to, uh, to come to realize that there is a there's an issue here, and I think for me, again, uh, it, it happened. It, my young lad, uh, the tooth fairy, came came for a visit for my six year old, my yes. youngest lad, and I could I was struck by how fascinated he was about this crinkly piece of paper and how he could actually purchase something with it. Now he had no clue about like he was going to buy Lamborghinis and everything <laughs> with the fiber. So, but, uh, from the point of view of it was this and then he was kind of contemplating will I save it and then we went up and he wanted something but he didn't want to spend his fiver do you know what I mean he he didn't he want to lose that so um I I was kind of thinking about it and then obviously we've all been through the homeschooling thing and um you know we were all doing the you know Mary went to the shop with one euro she bought two apples for 40 cent how Mm -hmm. much did you have coming back but then my children have no relationship with that sort of a, a, a metaphor because when they go to the shop with me, I tap yeah. all the time. I don't see any exchange of money. And over the last year, we have become an increasingly cashless society from the point of view of Revolut, Apple Pay. You can pay with your watch. You can pay with your phone. But there's no cash being exchanged. Yeah. So the idea around this virtual money was something that they were kind of getting, you know, I, I I wondered had they got a grasp of it. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. uh, and, and I, I think they didn't. And then, uh, of course, my daughter, um, I, I didn't suffer over the lockdown with, uh, with, with the hairdressers closing because, one, I'm follically challenged, <laughs> two, I can do it from home. So my eight-year-old shaves my head and she gets a fire like, for, for that. And she said, I don't want it. I want uh, Robux. Yes. So this Robux thing. Uh, and she, I said, what are you going to buy? And she said, I want to buy this unicorn thing with sort of magic skills. <laughs> I, I had no idea what this was. And, and and she showed me. And it was just invisible money. So yeah. it transferred across and then it was gone. And she had her, her unicorn thing. And it was like, uh, I, I, of course, I thought this was a massive waste of money. And it kind of, you know, <laughs> what are you thinking? But then the generation gap between what children spend their money on and what they would value versus adults has always been, you know, different yeah. from that point of view. Um, so, so yeah, so it, it was kind of, how am I teaching them about euros, coins, cents, you know, and, and, and cents as in S-E-N-S-E in terms of some money and value sense about, about financing, budgeting, and knowing the cost and value of something. Yeah. Uh, so and, how and are again, we going to do it? <laughs> I mean, I, I think we have to rethink the curriculum a little bit if, if in, in many ways, because... I think it is obsolete and I don't see post-COVID us going back to Mm. cash from that point of view. But there is something about, you know, allowing children to know the price of things when we're buying them. Do you know what I mean? And and I think, you know, that's not about making them nervous about money, but it is about having a correlation between what's the difference between a euro and 20 euros. Do you know what I mean? In in the sense of that. And I, I don't know... 
I certainly don't think my children were grasping that, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and as Irish people, we're very savvy anyway. Do you know what I mean? From some, you know, people that say, oh, that's a lovely top. And we go, oh, pennies, five euro, you know, from the <laughs> point of view of... It's, it's, we kind of pride ourselves on our thriftiness. Um, and I wonder if that's something that our generation coming through will continue or you know the the era of the piggy bank i don't think that's such coming a thing back. anymore you know? but you know it's funny you should say about the piggy bank because i feel like we made some good progress when joan was like my daughter who's now 10 was like four five six pre-covid because we you know did introduce the idea of the allowance every week and then i introduced the giving jar which was you know if she got say a five euro so much money went into the giving jar which would later on accumulate and go to a charity so she physically saw the money going and building up into the jar but i feel like all that's a Operated now, yeah, and I, again, I, I I remember my own childhood having the this kind of owl piggy jar yeah. and counting it and being very conscious of it. Uh, um, and my own son, actually, my eldest lad, my my mother very kindly kind of transfers money into a post office account for his birthday. Yeah, and she was showing him the book, and there's quite a substantial amount there. He's eleven, and he was like, "Oh, okay," you know. Yeah. And it was it was it's interesting. I was mortified because it was like. This is very generous of Nana of to course. be doing this. But, um, but because it wasn't physical, yes. or it wasn't tangible. And so I, I think we need to bring back some of the tangibility of money, do you know okay. what I mean? And cost and value and and actually kind of have a conversation about it. And I think the COVID thing, again, even for ourselves, Alison, I, I only looked at a bank statement and realized I, I was spending... 960 on coffees over COVID, you know, going down three times a day as a kind of an outing to get a, a takeaway I know, coffee. I know. But, well, but when you're tapping, you don't notice that in your own wallet. You don't notice the money going down or what you have left. Of course. So, uh, well, you have a sentence in the article that really struck me, which is the non-physical nature of things makes them seem more disposable and feed into this like throwaway culture. So is it kind of a concept of going like, look, people don't want to be handling money as much anymore, maybe. But is it a case of us kind of getting back and introducing the piggy bank concept to our kids? Yeah, I, th- I think there's a, a, a and we can still bring back the concept of value without bringing back, and obviously there's hygiene issues around cash and all that sort of stuff, but from the point of view of knowing how much something costs, how much you have, and how much you have left, Mm -hmm. you know, again, that shows the throughput. I used to have this, now I have that, but I have less here. You know, mm-hmm. that there's, and again, that, that's the, the meaning of cost is that when you buy something, you have less money than you had before you bought it. And so I think from the point of view of even just having some sort of a tally around that, but I do, I, I mean, I think the larger issue is the idea of disposability, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of our human relationships. And this might be getting a little bit deep, but from the point of view of, te- uh, like, I see people coming back and they go to go back to work and have to get through these emails and just try and get rid of them, you know, and they forget that there's another person on the other side of that email. Do you know what yeah, I mean? The that's idea true. of, of the, idea, the notion of swiping left and swiping right in terms of a, a dating app, you're kind of disposing of you, you're not for me. You know, there's something about the narrative of technology that is about disposability and throwaway culture that doesn't necessarily take into account the 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 impact of the other person. And, okay. and again, we see that see that on Twitter and stuff like that, where people say things virtually that they would never say in real life. And it, it becomes kind of vicious and it can become quite nasty. And people are not thinking about from the other person's point of view, or they're not thinking about the consequences of their actions. Mm-hmm. And I think consequence in, when it comes to spending 
is what makes people savvy. You know, I can, I can, of course, I can purchase all this stuff, but the consequence is I have to a pay it back, or yeah. I won't be able to pay my bill, or I won't be able to do this. And so it's it's about sacrifice. It's about saying, do I need this or do I want this enough? Yeah, and doing it that way. And I do, that. like, I have had so many conversations, especially around uh, Robux in the last little while with my daughter. But, like, I remember so many times growing up with my father, who was actually extremely, he was very, very good with money, and getting kind of frustrated and let down. And as a child, sometimes you're like, but I live here and now. I'm not thinking about, like, I'm not going to be thinking about when I'm 40, because that's ancient, like, when you're younger. So it is it's, it is trying to have that regular kind of check-in conversation about being financially healthy and knowing how, how to save yeah, and, and just knowing that, 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 you know, the notion of a rainy day isn't necessarily a, an adult-only concept. You know, from the point of view of children have always saved money. They've put it aside. They've kept it for something. And, you know, with communions and confirmations, you can, I know mm. people who probably still have their communion money from the point of view, you know. <laughs> and again, th- there's, there's a way in which you, you can value things rather than it being disposable. Or, and, and I don't think it's a, a kind of a selfishness no. that children are maybe having. It's a lack of awareness because we're not teaching them the consequences, value, the purpose, yeah. the meaning of money in terms of that. And, and it's just, again, it's down to the busyness of society. Do you want that? I'll get it. Tap the thing. There you go. Now, let's For go For a off. few minutes no piece kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's no conversation about what that was or if you get this, you can't have that. You know, yeah. and again, that's the lovely thing about having chores or a bit of a bit, a bit of pocket money or something mm. around having a value on I've earned this and this has meaning for me and if it goes and that, that was the difference with my six-year-old the difference of having the five the crinkly fiver mm-hmm. meant that if he bought the skittles the crinkly fiver was gone yeah so he was like do I what do I want to hold on to my crinkly fiver or do I want the skittles <laughs> that's a very um, generous tooth fairy <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. The, the, the tooth fairy started off with a fiber and it was the biggest error that was ever made. Sometimes happens. I think it's a really, really wonderful topic to bring up around the dinner table every so often. And I think, you know, it was a brilliant article because it really got me thinking, kind of readdressing it with my own daughter as well. As always, it's wonderful to have you on. We'll put this up as a podcast. And thank you so much for your time. And we really appreciate it, Coleman. And thank you so much.